This is a Radio.com original. But he, he said, you know, I said, well, I'm just telling you, the gas tank is rotted out. He said, sorry, I'll set up a gas can in the back. You know, <laughs> ran a line to the carburetor. You know, <laughs> I waved off with him goodbye. And, and ran. About, you know, four hours later, he called me and go, hey, the car caught on fire. Imagine that, yeah. Uh, driving up the like the 405 and explode engine caught on fire hey everybody and welcome to a new edition of the talking about cars podcast where it's all about everybody has a car story from celebrities to car personalities and more I'm Randy Cardoon, and this week we returned to the Hollywood show in Los Angeles to get some behind-the-scene car stories from an actor whose career goes all the way back to his childhood days on the Dick Van Dyke show in the early 60s. He was better known on My Three Sons, where he played one of the sons of Fred McMurray and in real life was the actual brother of co-star Stanley Livingston, who played Chip on the show. Barry Livingston played Ernie Thompson Douglas on My Three Sons. He was the youngest son in the family, the one with the glasses. In fact, he still wears glasses today, although much more grown-up ones. Hot Rod Bob Beck joins me once again as we talk with Barry about another sweet deal with a show sponsor to My Three Sons. Originally, it was Chevrolet. They sponsored the show. And then uh, Pontiac was one of the sponsors. And actually, one of the perks of the deal was they would give all the cast members brand new cars to drive. for. You'd turn them in every three months because they thought it would be very cool to have you know see Ernie and Chip driving around in a Camaro or a Catalina Pontiac and, and you know it was very, so you drive it for four months and then go we give you a new car Bonneville or a GTO my brother had so um, you know it was great when you're a teenager. Let's talk about that. How old were you about that time? You you were saying uh, uh, at one point the Chevys were involved so yeah. it was like how old were you then? Because well Chevy was the first so I was pretty young and Stan was my brother Stan who played Chip was was. You know, probably 12, 13 years old. Neither one of us had our driver's license till till Pontiac actually took over. Neither of us were able to get you know our hands on a vet or anything cool like that. Uh, but Stan did have a really nice GTO. I remember that. Uh, but again, you could only keep it for three months, and then they you would trade it in. You'd go to a place where they would go. We're going to give you a new car, and you'd have the latest model of whatever whatever it would be, a Le Mans, a Bonneville, you know, Grand Prix, something like that. You know, we had Don DeFore, son on Ron DeFore, and Don DeFore was in Hazel, and he was mm-hmm. in Thorny on Ozzy and Harriet. I worked with him, yeah. Uh, absolutely, which which when you think about it, and I'm going to take another sidetrack here, talk about how long you've been in the business, and this is a complete compliment, because a lot of guys have been in the business, and they've been in it and out of it. You go back to... Ozzy and Harriet. If you look at your IMDb page, you're Ozzy and Harriet, Dick Van Dyke show, and you're still working through NCIS, and you, and I believe you've got something else going right now. Uh, yeah, I have a recurring role on uh, the series Bosch, and I just uh, shot an episode of Narcos Mexico, which is a very cool show. Uh, that'll be out next year, and just finished an episode of The New Fugitive, oh, really? starring Kiefer Sutherland, which will be out on a an app called Quibi. Uh, which is a kind of a new platform that Jeffrey Katzenberg is putting together. Uh, I have a, another miniseries called Are You 
Sleeping with Octavia Spencer, which will be on a, an Apple TV app. Um, you won't be a couple sleeping with Octavia Spencer, but <laughs> no, 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 no. You might be sleeping with all of my credits that I start reeling off here. So I'll stop. No, well, that's great. No, that's that is excellent. That's excellent stuff. Yeah, it's one of the things he and I talked about is we, or many people, and I'm I'm uh, guilty of this. Remember you from that show, mm-hmm. but I don't watch TV enough to see when you're on something else in addition. So you forget about what people like yourself are doing, and we don't necessarily realize that you've been working all this time. Well, and I i mean, I guess I can say, and I sort of pride myself on this, that I'm a somewhat of a chameleon, that I can, you know, be on the middle, be a goofy, you know, roach, you know, bug, in, insect, you know, exterminator, <laughs> and then I'll show up as a lawyer on... Uh, Angie Tribeca or, uh, you know, a doctor on NCIS LA. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I mean, one of one of the nice things that I, I like about my career is I've done comedy and drama and still seem to be uh, credible in it and have been in a couple Academy Award winning films or uh, Argo and Social Network. So that's been good. You bring up uh, something along the line and we're going to get back to the cars thing in a minute. But you brought up something about another app Jeffrey Katzenberger is doing. There are so many apps now. There are so yeah. many ways to download different types of television. It's not yeah. like, yeah. you know, NBC, ABC, CBS. Right. Are there too many or? There's not enough. There's never too many for the actor who's looking for work. I know that that is definitely there's been an uptick in the amount of work uh, for the actual viewer. Yeah, I probably, you know, but there's. Unlike my three sons, which was was uh, during only three networks were airing, so you were limited to finding quality product. Uh, you can, you know, you may have to hunt around, or word of mouth tells you about a great new show to watch. But yes, you have to have the Hulu, you have to have Amazon, you have to have Showtime, you have to have HBO, you have to, and you, you know, you have to scroll through all of those to find the one that you really want to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good news is usually you can watch them all in one night if you want because you can you can download it immediately rather than go week to week. Back to uh, My Three Sons and the Pontiacs and Don DeFore, who, Ron DeFore is his son, he's got a new book out, and he told us that back in the day on Hazel, which was a Ford-sponsored show, his dad would get cars for one dollar leases a year wow wow and eventually i believe he was telling us the first ford mustangs out in southern california no kidding. he ended up getting a oh, lucky guy and should, should have just driven off into the sunset well, they, they should have but, but ron was saying he didn't like it it, yeah. it wasn't a fun car he crashed it really? or something and they got rid of it yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe the first year was they hadn't perfected it it's like the vet Early vets, everyone goes, yeah, it's kind of nice to have whatever, 55, 54. But until you got to the 56, 57. With the V8s. With the V8 and the suspension and the upgrades that they made, it's kind of a a nice kind of collector's item, I guess, those early. But for me, yeah, I'd go for that 58 vet. That gets right into cars. Well, talk about about the first car since growing up in that world of uh, cars being given to actors in, in television series. What was the first car back in the day? That you remember really, really catching your attention. Oh, the split window. You know what is it? The 65, 60, 63. 63. Yeah, the split window vet. Yeah, that was just mind-boggling. And and you know it had the the, the pop-up headlights. Uh, yeah. Lights. You know it seemed so Jetsons. So how many of the Corvettes have you had? 
None. <laughs> I've had a Camaro. My very first car was a Camaro. I think okay. it was a 71. Uh-huh. Just a real kind of ugly green Camaro, but it was a cool car to own. Uh, and yes, I, I, I'm a car guy. I, you know, I, I love watching Meekum Auctions and, and Barrett Jackson and... Uh, and I did have a 489 Oldsmobile once. I uh, actually was doing another series right after My Three Sons, a show called Sons and Daughters, took place in the 1950s, and uh, I was on CBS. And it was, you know, I, I was a semi-method actor, and I thought, well, this is a good excuse to buy a 1950s car, too. Drive sure. around in a car with, of that era. I'll, I'll really feel into it, but it was also like, I really like cars, too. So, But anyway, I had this car for a while, and uh, the show got canceled. And, you know, I still like driving it, but eventually the, the gas tank rotted out. And mm. there was no internet back in this day. It was Hemmings Motor News. Find your parts. Some guy in, you know, Minnesota wanted to sell me one for $2,000 or something insane. So I was like, I think I paid $1,800 for this Futuramic. It was this Fastback 49 O's windshield. Last year of the split windshield, 50, they went to a straight across. Uh, it had a hydromatic transmission. Anyway, so... I, I said I gotta sell it. He said way too expensive. Guy who had the same car came over, looked at it, said I got exactly the same car. I, I think I'll either use yours to cannibalize it for mine, or I'm not sure. But he he said, you know, I said, well, I'm just telling you, the gas tank is rotted out. He said, sorry, I'll set up a gas can in the back. You know, <laughs> ran a line to the carburetor. You know, <laughs> I waved off with him goodbye. <laughs> Four hours later, he called me. Go, hey, the car caught on fire. Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, it, driving up the like the 405 and explode. Engine caught on fire. I was like, well, uh, sorry to hear that. Uh, checks already cleared. I'm, you know, good luck. I mean, I didn't tell you to do that. Uh, I so like that. Put a put a can. Good in guess. What could what could happen? What could, what could go? Possibly? I know. I wouldn't have thought to do that at all. But even still, if you did, that's your fault, not mine. All right. So, what have you had since then of uh, of interest? You had the Camaro, then the the uh, the Oldsmobile. <laughs> well, I had a party van for a while, a Ford Fiesta line. What year? Uh, I had a. Let's see, must have been seventy. Uh, 70- Two or three. Okay, so second gen. Green, converted, a lot of, you know, if those if that shag carpet run, uh-huh. <laughs> it would tell a few stories. Uh, and then probably the car that I loved the most that I had for 18 years, I had a, had a 1971 Carmen Ghia convertible. Oh. And that was a chick magnet. That was just a sweet, <laughs> sweet car. Oh, yeah, Carmen Ghia. Man, it was, you know. Well, look, they just put Brad Pitt in one, remember? Uh, well, yeah. But it was a poor man's Porsche, yeah. No, I noticed Brad driving that in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That cool, man. There's, And I still have dreams about that car, that I find it somewhere, and, you know, and it's a little, little kind of run down, but I always, I, you know, I want it back. If I could get it back, it's, you know, totally unsafe to drive because the gas tank was up front and True. very little protection if you got if you rear-ended anyone but i did love that car and uh you know it was it was so much fun what'd you replace it with you know i think i got married and uh, and he had a kid but i got a another really kind of cool car i got a 1980 uh 262 volvo chop top you know they, they were like you know, it was a sweet car the car was like riding in a bordello inside it was all that that tuck and roll you know um, you know the leather interior everybody went what is that car because they didn't they only made like four or five thousand of them made them for three years i think 79 to 81 but it it just had like a mercedes kind of look and was a just and it was gold outside really nice paint job 
beautiful car, you know, Peugeot engine, unfortunately, not a, Mo- not a Volvo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it started having problems with it. I think I had the engine rebuilt, too, but, yeah, it never, never is the uh, same as when you first get it. No, it never is. You were talking about your brother, and he had a GTO? He did, yes. He, he used it well. So yeah. that was what? You're talking early 70s? No, I think he had one in the late 60s, I think, because... Uh, they stopped giving us cars eventually, probably by the latter years of my three sons went up in 72. So I think it was either 68 or 67. Yeah. 68s, those are the ones during headlights. And the, yeah, oh, it was a, it was a was really beautiful cool. car. I mean, you know, it's a cool car. Very nice. Very nice. Tell me a little bit, and everybody's got this list. Um, the car that I want someday list. Well, okay, discounting the, you know, the Mercedes Gullwing, which I'm never going to be able to afford <laughs> that one. Well, I don't know. Uh, I would go for I would go for a, a, a 250 SL you know, Mercedes um, probably mid 60s. Those are the kind of sweet. I'd love that vet if I could get a, you know, a vet. Um, I like that Buick, I think a Buick Riviera from what mid 70s, the one with that fastback Batmobile. Oh, the Boatail. Boat yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that's kind of off the beat. Probably sort of affordable still. Uh, some of those other cars. And of course, a, you know, a bathtub a Speedster Porsche would be nice uh-huh. uh, from the 50s. You know, any one of those I'll take. That would be good. That's a yeah. nice list. Nice list. Yeah. Have you ever done a show that had vehicles in it? I was looking through some of your IMDb stuff, but for the most part... Well, one of the characters may have been a car. Well, I can tell you that the, the it wasn't a beauty. I did a Streets of San Francisco episode, and I, you know, this is another story, but I, I told the producers, I read the script, and it was supposed to be a runaway, and we supposedly it referred to a very old, beat-up truck that they were driving, and I, and I and this was shooting in San Francisco, too, and I, I said, look, I got to tell you, this looks... Like you're referring to a car that probably doesn't have an automatic, and I don't know how to drive a stick. <laughs> so just warning, get me a car that I can drive. Of course, the day I arrive on the set, I see this beat-up old piece of crap sitting up by the side of the road, and it's you know different colored wheel. I mean the you know the the hood and the doors didn't match. I'm going, oh my god, I know that's the truck they want me to drive. Sure enough, I went and looked, and it was you know it was a you know shift on the tree on the steering oh. column mm. um, had some weird little ring thing that it didn't move right three pedals and going okay i'm i'm done here i don't know how to drive a <laughs> stick and this is san francisco oh it's and, tough on the hills uh, you know and i'm going and so the stunt guy goes oh you know i'll show you how to do it and i was like yeah really like you know what are we going to shoot in 10 minutes and i'm going to learn how to drive this <laughs> so i said okay well all right, whatever, you know, here we go. And it was supposed to be the scene was driving down a very steep hill in in San Francisco. And I said, oh, screw it. I'm, I'm just going to ride the clutch all the way down. I'm, you know, just ride the brake. I'm going to try to downshift this sucker. Uh-huh. And so, of course, the brake pedal just goes right to the floor. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, my God. So now I'm just picking up speed in this, this old hunk of crap. And, you know, and I'm going, I'm going to get killed. You know, I'm going to hit, there's an intersection <laughs> at the bottom of this hill. And I just blasted through that, you know, just blasted through it 60 miles an hour, whatever it was. You know, cars, you know, it was like a Keystone Cops comedy. Cars in front of me, cars in back of me. Somehow I, you know, just sped right through the intersection, didn't hit anybody. I didn't get hit. And, you know, then I just kind of slowly, you know, went up another hill. Yes. Stopped. <laughs> and as soon as I did, I tried to pull an emergency brake or I think I turned it to the side or uh-huh. something. And, you know, and that was it. I was like, wow, 
That was not not the way it was written, not the way it was planned. That that's got to be even though you know it's a controlled environment and you know it's you're supposed to do this. this oh, there was no control at all. <laughs> Out of control from from the second I started. But they had your own shirt. They, they could have uh, made more money probably yeah. by me crashing than, than keeping me. What did you have to retake it or was it one take no, scene? No, and I say thank God I, said, I can't do that again. I hope you got that because it was a camera kind of midway down the hill and I was at the top yeah. and, you know, they were going to catch me just flying by, which they did. Yeah. But, you know, that's when the brakes are out and blasted. <laughs> and that panic look on your face really yeah, went right. Yeah, <laughs> Perfect, yeah. Completely scared. Did you get stunt credit? No, I didn't. What? No, I didn't get stunt pay even, which I should have. Precision driving pay. Talk to the union about that. Oh, yeah, we got that the other night. Another story. What was that, what? Oh, it was on the shoot last night. Oh, the other on night. the shoot last yeah. night. Yes, he occasionally, Bob occasionally will stunt drive. They need someone that can drive a stick. Yeah. So I go out as a uh, as a, a, dri- a driver, and we're shooting a bunch of antique right. uh, cars and in movies and shows that are pre-50. Right, right. So they need someone that can drive a stick, yeah. and I qualified. Well, I you know, I had my Carmen Ghia, which had a stick, but that was after. After you learned how to go down the hill. Yeah, after yeah. I went to- well, I knew how to just—I knew how to ride the brake at least at that point on. But I had my car McGee. It was a stick shift forever. And I actually just bought uh, what was it—a a, a Volvo? Uh, was it T30? No, it was a C30 T5 turbo five five cylinder, and it was another one of those stick. And I can, you know, I knew how to drive it now. But my wife, I could not, right. you know, had it for about four months, and I went, "It's not going to work." Tried to teach her. You know how to drive. It's a good anti-theft device. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was fine. It'll be all my car. I'll drive it all the time. Uh, but yeah, it was one that I, I eventually had to get rid of. And I didn't, what, did, what did I buy? Oh, I bought a Honda. I have a Honda now. Very. Oh, oh it's a cool. It's a Honda. Uh, you know, Accord V6. Um, you know, it's automatic. It's a but good solid car. It's a good, good solid. solid. I love that car. Absolutely love that car. It's got some little giddy up and go for you know an older guy like me, and um, it looks cool. I'm very, very happy with it. Wait, what does your wife drive? Oh, she is driving a RAV4 now oh. because we have a, an old retro trailer thinking, you know, we're going to need something to tow our little 55 Mercury trailer. Oh, cool. Uh, Bob is a trailer guy. Oh, yeah, 55 Mercury. I've got a 55 Pleasure Craft. Oh, wow. And you got to go to the, the trailer show coming up at the uh, the Murphy Museum in uh, spring. Really? Where's that in? Where in Oxnard. Oh, yeah. Well, we went to one down... In South Coast uh, Bay somewhere. Um, I don't know. Forget it. Well, it there's a big one in Malibu. There's one in Buellton. Yeah. And then Oxnard and Pismo. Well, ours is, ours is in good shape. I mean, it was mechanically, you know, there's not a lot. But it but it was, um, you know, we tore it apart. My wife likes to work with her hands and likes power tools. We didn't do anything uh, other than take out all the wood because it was leaking a little. Great when we first bought it. And then we started seeing dark spots we took off all the paneling inside and um you know made templates so when we bought new birch bender you know the thin stuff that you could bend we kind of cut it out to that and then we pulled all the windows and we put butylene you know putty tape instead of caulk to every idiot you thinks is going to fix it and there was caulk everywhere so we got rid of that and uh and it you know it's a it's a great little it's what a 13 long 15 but you know what's next What's, that What's next is now that you have the trailer, you're going to have to get something 1955 to match it. To tow it. Yes, I know. Well, thank you know, the RAV was, because these are so light. These are so light. So, I mean, yeah, we, we 
I already said we were looking at some some trailers and going, yeah, you buy this really cool trolley top or whatever, you know, those weigh three thousand pounds. Then yeah. you got to go out and buy a fifty thousand dollars Silverado or right. you know, I, you know, we're not going to do that. So. No, you got to get like fifty six Chevy. Yes, Chevy. Yes. Chevy. Yeah, Nomad yeah. like, or like, something. Like I did, yeah, a Pontiac yeah. Safari. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He has a Pontiac Safari. Do I I have a fifty six Chevy. We tow our we can tow ours with, but yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, definitely have to get you out. You know, yeah, come up to that, Oxnard. Oh, Oxnard. Oxnard. Where's that at? Is that next to that big hotel? That, that, like, no, it's right actually, uh, they just moved the museum into a uh, industrial area off uh, PCH. Okay. Uh, well, not PCH, Oxnard Boulevard, okay. which is still considered one. Right. But it's it's right off there. Randy and I were just shuttling cars for them the, uh, a few weeks ago. Now we got to drive Rolls Royces. Oh. Huge Cadillacs. 59 Cadillac. I got to park a 59 Cadillac. Without hitting anything, we we my, my parents, although we were poor, you know, what, had to have a Cadillac at when we bought some yellow, big old monster, you know, fifty five something. Mm-hmm. And I, my earliest memories is my mother. I had my hand and I was in the back seat and had it in the door jam. Oh, <laughs> luckily I was pretty small because the thing completely closed on the oh. hand, and I was like, yo, uh. you know, and she opened it up. Luckily, nothing, nothing was broken. Is that my pride? Uh, yeah, that was... That never was be able to a hand model again. <laughs> no. It, it shocked you so much you've never put your hand in the... Oh, uh, very, very cautious. Again. Yeah. Never have, never have. Had Stays that. away from Cadillacs. Yeah, no, I... Yeah. <laughs> it does, actually. No, uh, no I, I like caddies. I like some caddies. And I would love to have, you know, one of those old, you know, whatever, uh, you know, the... What is it? The fifty six? No, I'd like to have an El Dorado fifty six. Uh, okay. B Ritz, one of those. Yes, those, those yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those those were beautiful cars. Those are super cool. You know, I mean, the, everyone likes those super long ones. And yeah, but the, I think Elvis had a fifty seven yeah. Ritz, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's a that's a just a cool. Gun. I'd like to have one of those Mark II uh, Lincolns. That's actor Barry Livingston, who's very busy today on the acting scene. He plays guys like a coroner, psychiatrist, or even a judge. In fact, you can check him out in those roles in Bosch, the upcoming The Fugitive, and also Narcos. Hey, thanks for listening, and please share our show on social media. Subscribe. It's absolutely free. Leave a comment, or if you're on iTunes, rate us and review us. And thank you in advance for helping our podcast grow. Our website is TalkingAboutCars.net. Follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, subscribe to Radio.com. Share, retweet, or both. Don't forget to catch Hot Rod Bob and occasionally me on his Great American Auto Scene show, G-A-A-S. That, of course, is on Facebook and GotGas.com. Until next time, I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me as we have some fun talking about cars. This is a Two Tired Guys production.